today's podcast, since Hannah's so aggressive, mm-hmm. a little ass. Anyway, <laughs> <laughs> middle fingers up. Okay, we're not gonna talk about Beyonce today. As we said last week, we're going to be talking about Netflix originals, um, as it pertains to storyline content. It's content on the grounds of censorship and what we look at as far as artistic aesthetic in Netflix originals. So let's talk about some of the originals that we like. Mm. So y'all just gonna sit there. <laughs> 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 All right, I'll start off. Um, Daredevil. Daredevil was great. Look at look at us talking <laughs> about last week's topic. Daredevil is is this is like the first live. This is the first live action I've seen that I enjoyed. Mm-hmm. I. As a kid, of course, enjoyed the very first Daredevil movie because I was a kid and I didn't know. I, I, I didn't realize that I was ignorant. Yeah. But as I got older, it looked a little over the top and stupid. <laughs> I mean, he's in that Batman category with me, but at the very least, he has like bat senses. It's <laughs> you know, uh, it, Later on, this, he became this, Batman. Yeah. <laughs> wow. He got his sight back and became. <laughs> wow. <laughs> Anyways, um, watching Daredevil, what like. Aesthetically, what story-wise, what caught your attention? What made you really like it? Well, I really liked it because they, um, like, like their costume from one they didn't go straight to it. Like they, they actually explained how he got his costume eventually. Yeah, they didn't like, do like the new Michael Myers shit, Jason Voorhees approach, where they just automatically put the ski mask on. Yeah. Um, they tell you like he built up to that point. Like they yeah. go all the way back to like he's got this thing just wrapped around just barely the top of his face. Yeah, yeah. looking like Kenji. <laughs> <laughs> uh, that's Mortal one thing I've always Kombat. wondered about superheroes: where do they get their costumes? Like they just up, like they exactly. just poof. And I, th- like, I, think I got a this... great costume now. Right. I think with this storyline specifically, you get a lot of room to play with. And you're looking at him like, okay, he grew up in Hell's Kitchen, dad died. Um, But they've shot and, like, storied, written out this place in a way that is actually more interesting than, like, entertaining. Hmm. So when I I was watching Daredevil, I was more interested in it. Like, I wanted to see what was going to happen. Yeah. That's always a plus for me. I don't like watching anything where I'm like, like the Flash, where in episode one <laughs> and two, I pretty much knew what was going to happen throughout the season. The thing about Daredevil, though, they actually turned Daredevil into a likable superhero. They did. Yep. <laughs> Whereas before, he I was just like the him. blind guy with a stick. He what? <laughs> the blind just, like, guy to me, with he was the, just a blind guy with a stick. Blind guy with a tonfa. How about that? He was blind and he could fight. And when I think about Daredevil, I always think of like, the, the blind samurai. That's like, fair. he can beat your ass, but he can't see you where for hell. <laughs> so he has to, like, really listen. And Daredevil is, like, a really good toned-up version of that. Like, he's, like, I want to fight Daredevil. I know I get my ass kicked, but I want to fight Daredevil. He's a, he's a non-superhero superhero that I could respect, at the very least, because he's, like... Well, what about the Punisher? <laughs> okay. I like I love the Punisher, and I'm ready for that. Like, <laughs> you're ready for that I'm show? watching the Punisher. <laughs> That's the show that I'll probably spam straight through. Fair. You know, some Netflix originals you can spam through, and some of them you have to like wait a few days. Mm, yep. yep. Like me, I have like this fascination with mermaids. <laughs> so make a mermaid, I'll watch that shit in a day, like a, one day in one sitting. <laughs> I, I will hold it. Or you know, I'll wait for you know Netflix to do that annoying shit where it's like, hey, are you Buffering. still watching? No, bitch. I, I went. To, I ran across the room. I just decided not to fucking hit pause. <laughs> what kind of question is that? <laughs> um, um, anything else um, from the Henry? Are we just sticking to Daredevil? Or? I mean, we, I mean, we're talking about Netflix original. Yeah, I know. So. I was just gonna say, like, also interesting about that is that you notice in the um, opener. They have like a certain the opening. Opening, sorry. You said the opener, like it's a can opener. Let's <laughs> drill oh, okay. in the shit. opener. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, like they have like the music playing, and you see him walking through the street, and you see like Avengers Tower and stuff from one angle. Yeah. If you connect it to Jessica Jones, is um, you actually mm-hmm. see it from another angle, and like an, like another street corner, like it, they're playing sort of, at it being like it's, it's, it's all happening connected. in that one little universe. Yes. And they're also gonna eventually, like connecting it to the defenders. What? 
supposedly. I, I guess what from Daredevil what I would hope to see because I really, I really like female as as I talked about last week. I really love female characters, female superheroes, female anything. Of course. Um, except in relationships, of course, but you know. Anyways, we're still working on that one. <laughs> it's not a work in progress. Like that's just not. I said no. No means no. <laughs> anyway, I want to see them make Electra. I want Electra to have like her own spinoff TV show. They did, I think, before they did with the movie, and then they did Electra the movie, which was ironically a little bit more successful than the Daredevil movie. Yeah. <laughs> um, Electra is that bitch to me. <laughs> She's one of few characters that they've done live action that wasn't just like a walking vagina. The only one I can, the only other one I can really think about is like Ultraviolet, but that's mm. kind of off topic. <laughs> <laughs> Aeon Flux. <laughs> I tried. I mean, <laughs> the live action movie for that it was it was good bad, very bad good, very bad bad good. I got to get more bads than goods in there. There were some good points, but it was very bad, 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 good. <laughs> um, well, since I mean, since we're talking about Netflix originals, and let's try and stay current a little bit, like Stranger Things. That's uh, fair. That was decent. That was like recently released. That was pretty cool. And yeah. I spammed that shit in a day. That was that show for me. <laughs> I held off watching it for like a week or two, and then I was at a friend's house, and his mom was watching it. Mm -hmm. Unfortunately, that ruined the last episode, so I haven't watched the entire last episode yet. Like I've watched, I've seen like the last half of it at my friend's house, yeah, and I'm like, up. well, I don't really need to watch it. I mean, well, I, I mean, love. Like, I've watched up to episode seven, and then episode eight's just sitting there. You need to watch it, man. I know. <laughs> <laughs> um, I, I, of course, knowing we're film majors, so. And of course, considering what I want to do in the film industry, I watch things multiple times. You know, first you get like the general reaction like everybody else. And then a few more times, you know, study script, dialogue, um, camera shots and stuff like that. And I watched it two or three times. It's really good. It's just that homage to the 80s that they definitely keep talking about. And the storyline itself is something, you know, the 80s was like full of conspiracy theories. It's like, um, it put me in the mind of watching Firestarter as I watched it. Um, you, you know they had like the parents that were like, well, we're going to give you this drug and it's going to do da 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 this. <laughs> and then it turns out that it turns them into psychics and their ch it affects the DNA and the children get affected. I'm like, oh, wow. And that's actually part of the premise of the storyline. Like the reason that Six <laughs> was as powerful as she was is because her mom was a part of an experiment. Eleven. Eleven, six, twelve, thirty-five. Mm. She's a number. She's eleven? So eleven. It's kind of like friends. Never knew why she was, she was called she was L. Number, she, she was, they called her L, and yeah. she was number 11. And I, I, what I gathered, since they never really explained it, I'm feeling like she was number 11 in a series of children that were born throughout that process. Because there were, there's more than one parent that oh. actually gave birth to a child, and I think she's just the one that they had the most success with. That's possible. Or it's just like maybe they had ten subjects. Hannah's and she was very, the accidental eleventh. Like, hot with me right now. She hasn't seen it at all. Well, <laughs> I can talk about it from what I've seen so far. So I'm like halfway through the first episode. I watched it with Devonte, and to quote him, it's like Goonies, Not but at all. with Not aliens. At all. I mean, that's what he I, said. I, I, I that's get what he said, I and I wanted to hit him. I get where he's <laughs> coming with that. <laughs> I get where he's coming with that because of the, this uh, small clique of outsiders in are the main characters. I mean, well, you but, can use you can use almost any like little kid coming of age. Like most of those really old movies have like there's like a group of kids that are outcasts. That could be of of all things to come up with. You say the Goonies? <laughs> I didn't say it. Yeah, but it was it's very 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 eighties. Like they have the it is the group of kids. There's like the black kid and the fat kid and the nerdy kid and, and the, the kid that has kid. like the he's really feminine he's not just, gay he's just really feminine his face is like, he has a very female with a, it's like twiggy exactly like, like he's a beautiful watch. face <laughs> it's like he look he looks like a girl and as you watch the series you see there's a lot of i love you 80s like down to the music <laughs> 
the way people acted it's very 80s and it's very 80s not in the sense of what was actually happening in the 80s but it pays a lot of homage to like 80s movies like you have like the girl that falls in love with the jock and the weird guy that gets her through her idiotic relationship with the jock and of course she goes back to the jock and waiting for season two where she leaves the jock and goes with the weird guy and oh, never mind what? what? I was going to say, never mind, it, it, I was going to say in the last episode, didn't the chalk die? No, he didn't. He got that ass beat, but he did not. Okay. <laughs> I was hoping he would. <laughs> Watch that. Same. Why? I, 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 it just... Well, I mean, Jessica Jones in general is a much darker tone than Daredevil, surprisingly. That's true. Like, from what I the hear, original right? comic was it meant to be the first adult, four adults rated R comic. It was extremely mm. dark and extremely violent. She had a horrible life, like in the like originally or something. Suppose, like um, she, her brother and her parents died in a car accident, which she got superpowers from. She proceeds to was it a magic car? <laughs> no, <laughs> chemicals. Explain like, that. Like Daredevil, except it, you know she actually got what? powers. I don't and know. Just blinded. I, I didn't um, want. I honestly can. T- I didn't watch Jessica Jones because I don't know much about Jessica. She's one of those few like characters I never really followed as a kid. She's very, very like underground comic um, for a lot of people. Mm-hmm. Like Moon Knight, which I heard was supposed to yeah, get see, a season I, two. I, I'm into them, but she's just that character that just always got like lost in the wind to me. It was like, you can choose between this and Jessica Jones. I'm like. This I'm gonna go with yeah, that. Yeah, it makes sense. Jessica, she keeps popping up in my but, life, but I just I just don't want her there. <laughs> you should definitely check out Jessica Jones. You'll probably like it. Anyway, um, but after uh, her parents and kid, brother die, uh, she has her superpowers. She goes the superhero route, and then some jackass, um, like just mind controls her and makes her do a lot of really really fucked up shit. Okay. Okay. Oh, yeah, I, re- I kind of remember seeing this one out. I remember thinking it was very quippy. Quippy? You know, very... Um, <laughs> in what ways? In, like, you know... You know how in this, the first Avengers movie, where everyone had, like, one-liners and everyone was funny yeah. and snarky? Uh-huh. It seemed a lot like that. Okay. And that's why I didn't want to really look at it, because I was like, I've seen this before. Basically. I don't want the same character over and over again. I want to see something a little bit different, you know? Maybe we should start heading towards more serious things again. Maybe not go, you know, back to the early 2000s, but... <laughs> Anyways. <laughs> well, I mean, she, she, she pulled up a good point, though. Um, like when you see the same shit in a bunch of movies, and like it can ruin the beginning of a movie for you. True. Um, what's another? I feel Netflix. you should give it a second chance. Though. Oh God. Maybe I will. Like right now, there are two Netflix originals that have my undivided attention, and that is Sense Eight and Bloodline. Bloodline, which is, I honestly I just love the way it's edited and <laughs> like. I love the way it's edited. I love the way it's shot. It's very intense to watch, despite the fact that it's, 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 it's of course, it's a drama, so it's going to be kind of intense. But the intensity behind, like keeping you in suspense, it's not shot the way X Files is shot, but it keeps you on the edge of your seat the same way X Files does. Hmm. Like I'm sitting, like, who's gonna <laughs> who's gonna die or what twist plot point? It, it's not like a bunch. Of, it's not like Pretty Little Liars where something like randomly completely unexpected and over the top and unnecessary happens every episode but it's it leaves you in suspense and it makes you want to keep watching it since eight i think when you when you first watch like the first two or three episodes you get a little disoriented because i mean they wanted it to feel like you were one of the psychics like you were one of the i can't remember what they call them like sentinels sentinels or some something to that effect the first episode it was (laughs) The lesbians. <laughs> um, oh, I remember from that. No, they um, ten minutes in they, that. They have like this moment, like you're supposed to jump around and be just as disoriented as they are at first, and as the story progresses, you sort of you actually get used to that, and you expect to jump around from person to person. Um, like the African guy, he couldn't fight 
but he was about to get jumped and like the woman from Asia like popped up in his head and she's he's like I can't fight and he just like starts focusing on her or something to that effect and she beats everybody's ass <laughs> like damn they think it's him but it's really like this link he has to her and she kicked all kind of ass <laughs> like there was african ass over there over there <laughs> the scene that really got me in there was um the their orgy scene <laughs> i think we were talking about this earlier they had this um one guy was like working out in the gym but for some, i guess he had sex on the brain he was trying to blow off some steam and he like links with the other two and the lesbian couple is having sex the gay guys are having sex the gay guy is having sex with his boyfriend the lesbians having sex with her girlfriend another couple is having sex over here <laughs> Two of them are actually in love with each other and they're trying not... This guy, he's literally just laying butt naked in a pool, just chilling. And he's thinking about sex and, like, as you watch, like, they're, like, psychically linked and you they go from them just sitting alone to it feet being, like, they're all sitting in every location. And they <laughs> come... They hit their climax, and everybody, like, loses their shit. <laughs> like, falls out. Best orgasm of my life. I'm like, you're... I mean, you haven't lived your whole life. Are you really at... <laughs> are you really prepared? I mean, when you technically... When like you it. are eight people orgasming at the same, same time. time. And I you're, mean, like, you channeling each other's orgasm. I get it. I'm like, bruh. <laughs> I'm like... I'm, I'm, I watched this episode with, like, my little brother, Michael, well... We were FaceTiming each other watching the episode. And he's like, bruh, I can't, like, I can't even deal. <laughs> he's like, he's like I, I can barely handle my own. How am I going to deal with, like, my plus eight other people? <laughs> I'm like, Michael, calm down. He's like, no, I just put a fantasy in my head that I can't fulfill. Like, well, you can be the scientist. <laughs> Develop a way for this to happen. <laughs> the show that was just a funny scene to me that was just like a very interesting concept but the idea behind it like being connected to other people throughout in like such an intimate way to the point where you have literally no privacy it's off the wall like they're supposed to be like one slight gene away from being human He's like, but you're born from humans. He's like, yeah, but we're we have that gene where we're just specifically something else. I'm like, cool. And apparently they hate humans. <laughs> like, it was like that one moment is the reason the only reason that humans are as the concept behind this story being the reason that humans are as destructive as we are is because we aren't connected to the other things in nature. I'm like, well, okay, that's a I guess that's a logical argument. He's like, it's easy to destroy things when you don't have to feel what it's experiencing. I'm like, oh, so we're numb. <laughs> okay. <laughs> I get it. I love, and I love the show. I highly recommend it to anyone. I might give it a second try. As long as you can get stuck on that wet ass dildo. <laughs> I mean, that no, was the I got, beginning. I got of through it. like thirty like minutes. Beginning. I got like through thirty minutes of it, and then I'm just like, <laughs> that's the beginning of the first episode. Like ten minutes just in, like, there's that. Just like but like, I got she, through about thirty juicy. to forty minutes. Israel's face. Like he just pulled, he just threw it on the fucking crowd, and it was like juicy and wet, and I was like. <laughs> For a second, I didn't want to keep watching. I was like, you know what? I'm a film major. Somebody's gonna ask me about it. I gotta touch. I love Netflix originals because I mean, because of that censorship. Like you can, there's like none. To me, it's not that there's none, but it proves to me that it's not really necessary. True. Because you can watch things on film, and it it could be sexual, but you'll understand how relevant it is to the storyline, as opposed to it being what we dealt with at our school <laughs> they say <laughs> you have a naked person so people are going to automatically assume sex i was like well what if you're writing something about, uh, about modern day paganism or witchcraft you're going to see people that are nude mm -hmm. like well just stay above the waist and get nipples i was like but you can't shoot a woman's breasts with nipples showing 
What, the, what am I going to shoot? Her stomach or like the back of her calf muscle? Like, oh, watch out. That's a sexy leg. Are we nuns? Are we nuns? Nope. Far from it. It's like, I was the one. They, I feel like I'm that girl from Sweet Life of Zack and Cody. I was the one that got convinced them to shorten our skirts. Hello, ankles. I was like, <laughs> ankles? <laughs> do they, the calf, do they honestly believe that men have that little self control that ankles will set Israel. <laughs> Is real. Since you are so quiet today, I need to ask you this: Is an ankle that? Look at me like you want to take my. Hannah, I'm so hot right now. Apparently, like you can tell, like from the way that her ankle was showing, so like softly in the wind. (laughs) Truly, I am the master of sex. Because I have ankles. What is... Okay, I'll just explain basically my favorite part of Netflix original. Israel, what is your favorite part of the Netflix original? Like, what is it about Netflix originals that makes you want to continue watching them? The stories, actually. Like, they... Very, very enticing. Like, they're very intriguing. Enticing. Like that ankle. (laughs) (laughs) Now you want it. to that at least two more times. I got two of them. I can share. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> like uh marco polo marco polo is an amazing like netflix original it's you know, like how like they really like focus on more so the cultural aspect of like what's actually going on mm-hmm. like you have to fight this person to marry them we well, have to beat them to marry them you know <laughs> You know what? It was really like really like really amazing about Netflix originals is the product placement is so subtle that it works, but it's it's working. It works, and you can see the product, but you're so focused on the story that you don't that 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 someone showing like a flashy pair of shoes doesn't really take you out of it. Um, I think it happened in Hemlock Grove, like. He's beating the shit out of this guy, trying to figure out whether he killed his cousin or not. And he pulls out his phone, and I, it's an Apple phone. I think it's. An, I'm pretty sure it was iPhone six. I have the iPhone six. It looked like the iPhone six. And he's like wagging it in his face, but I'm focused more on is he gonna hit him with the phone, <laughs> even though I noticed the Apple on the back. I was waiting for you to say like he pulled out like I don't know like a bottle of Coca Cola. And he's I just mean, like, this, just like holding it to the camera. And oh, that like show, smashes him in the that face show would definitely do well as far as like um, upselling alcohol because it's a, for one, it's about gypsies and gypsies have that stereotype of drinking all the time. <laughs> and it's also about, um, what the hell are they? They're vampires. Umphirs. <laughs> Umphirs. There we go. And they're basically vampires. And they drink all the fucking time. Uh, the ones that we are watching drink all the fucking... Like, this bitch is off the wall drinking all the time. And she's lost her fucking mind. So she drinks even more and is even more delirious than she usually is. So if they really want to sell alcohol... They probably have. It's probably why I've been at a liquor store so much. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, I've been watching the Golden Girls. I'm kind of snappy these days. <laughs> the way Hannah describes the product placement sounds like Wayne's World. Pepsi, Pizza Hut. Like they literally pick that up sounds, the box and put, point it to you and say the name. That sounds like Family Guy. <laughs> no, that's that, no, that's Wayne's in, World. Um, Actually, you know what, Little Dicky, with his video, uh, "Better Save That Money." <laughs> it's like you see in the video, he's selling basically free advertisement <laughs> to people just so he can use their shit for free. Exactly. So he walks yep. into this woman's house. He's like, uh, "We're trying to make a music video. You know, we want to look rich." And she's like, "Okay, cool." And like at the end of the video, you see all these damn ads, even throughout, like in the, at, during the end credits, like you see all these fucking ads. And I'm like, "Well, then, okay." <laughs> Did I watch a music video? So or that, just a that, giant advertisement. Okay. And you don't catch it until it's too late. <laughs> Motherfucker. Just like just like that hell. Just like that beautiful thing on Netflix. It's so subtle. Like after seeing uh, werewolf, I am so terrible with these people's names. He's my favorite character, the werewolf. 
and I can't remember his name. Um, after seeing him like with an iPhone six, you kind of want an iPhone six because he's a badass, <laughs> and he looks like he might hit you with his iPhone six and not give a fuck that the screen breaks. That screen is gonna shatter. Oh, badass has got iPhone six. Go Galaxy. <laughs> what? Oh, I've dropped my iPhone, iPhone no, so you. many times Galaxy. without the case, and it did not break. Android. For those of you who do not know, <laughs> Eric, Israel, Israel, and I have a class together before we shoot our podcast, and it's hard to stay awake in there, but um, I think Israel, t- he was like sitting up. Am I going to be the thumbnail for this week? I think it should be. Yeah, probably. Really? I mean... I, I, Just like slap the Netflix... Logo on his forehead, like someone drew it on with a sharpie. <laughs> wow. I mean, you're not a proper like. <laughs> anyway. No, stick, slap, slap the sticker on his shirt. That way, it looks like a, uh, like it's actually, like. Speaking of know. blatant advertising, well, I'm well. going to talk about something a little bit different. I'm Ooh. going to talk about Netflix's production of the fourth season of Arrested Development. Well, for those of you who don't know, Arrested Development is about... None of us know, yeah, but only you, you know. know. <laughs> okay. Arrested Development is about this rich family who gets found for fraud. And everyone goes to jail. And they don't know how to exist as people who are poor. <laughs> sounds like the Beverly okay. Hillbillies backwards. A little bit. About right, yeah. <laughs> so, so like, Except uh, Beverly Hillbillies is hilarious. Huh? You know, like they have no idea how to like act as poor people. Mm -hmm. Like one of one of, like the older brother, his name is Job. He's played by um, Will Arnett. Uh He's he's a magician. Okay. And he performs illusions. Uh And every he does the dove trick, but instead of Of the dove, you know, going out of his sleeve, it just falls out of it dead. Damn. He'll stick the dead doves in the fridge in a bag labeled dead dove do not eat. This is the kind of stupidity we're dealing with here. Wow. Hmm. You know what? Those are the kids. So what? Those are the kids that need to be in Flowers in the Attic. Like, they just need to stay their asses upstairs while we live our lives. (laughs) So wait, when he's poor, does he go to pigeons? Uh, Yeah, pigeons. No, (laughs) they're still spending all this money that they don't have. They just, they don't know how to exist as real people. Wow. And it's basically just... This it's just like being... It's just like being Paris Hilton. Like the, yes. When she said she didn't know what Walmart was, me as a poor person, I was like legitimately like, bitch, what? How do you not know what Walmart is? It didn't occur to me. It was like, she's filthy rich. And she's one of those people that if there's a dress on sale in like... Italy, she'll just hop on her private jet and fly to Italy and get that shit. I'm not one of y'all. I don't know what life is like up there. <laughs> I know that when I go to the store, I have to ask how much it costs. Mm-hmm. Yep. She lives in a world where if she walks down the street, if you have to ask how much it costs, you probably can't afford it. Most likely. <laughs> I don't know. I get it. And that is a amusing concept to explore. Still, I mean, so much Walmart commercials and such. I mean, how could you not... I mean, she probably knew about Hulu when it was just who. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> but I mean, there's no guarantee that she ever watches commercials. Good point. But what I wanted to say about that is the fourth season, <laughs> the fourth season, which was produced by Netflix. Okay. Um, <laughs> <laughs> was right. produ- was um, very different from the first few seasons in that it was. Instead of focusing on the day-to-day lives of mm-hmm. these people, they're focusing on like a span of two days for each individual character. So what I've, I think what I've noticed is that Netflix is very much into interweaving storylines. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> with lots of characters. Most and I thought that was an interesting thing. Yeah, that's, that's definitely something they played on um, in Bloodline. Like you have this, this story centered around the Rayburns which are this very wealthy and well-respected and prominent family in the Keys. Okay, so they've made their fortune basically off running this little inn on the beach. And they're insanely wealthy, but they've done a lot of 
I think I think it's one of the lines that they repeat like throughout the series like we're not bad people we just did a bad thing the very first episode <laughs> the first few minutes the very the opening scene you see what happens you see that someone is killed and throughout the first season you kind of see like the leading up moments of that and why it happened they give all they're really good at doing backstory mm-hmm. um like you don't know until you see things like little subtle hints like um one of the the oldest rayborn brother has like a shoulder injury and later on it's revealed that it didn't happen the way they say it happened and when you figure out why it happened you're like damn yeah i'd be an asshole too but then he's so much of an asshole that you start to sympathize with the fact that they killed him i'm like damn the whole as you watch you're like what the hell it was like, y'all, you come to the conclusion after the first two episodes that this family is really fucked up. Like, <laughs> I'm just saying that, like, y'all are really fucked up. Watching them makes me feel so secure about my home life. <laughs> if you feel bad about your home situation, watch these people. They are living proof that money does not fix it all. No. It doesn't it at just, all. It just it, covers it up. It makes it... it in, from what I see of wealthy families and what I've experienced with wealthy families, it kind of makes it worse because a lot of the time they think that the money just puts the band. They don't see the money as a band aid for the problem. They see the money as a literal fix for the problem, and the money makes it worse. Especially in this family's case, because they covered up a lot of things so that they could stay wealthy and respected, and it ended up tearing the family apart in the long run. So now every one of these children is going to be fucked because of what mom and dad tried to cover up. In short, it's okay to go to therapy. <laughs> Even though it might not do anything for you. Um, I ain't one of y'all. I respect therapy wholeheartedly. <laughs> I respect it. It's just, I know a few people that have gone to it and it did nothing for them. Mm, that also depends. If you want help, you'll find help within the therapy. If, you d- if you're going to therapy because you're being told to go or because you have to go, then no, it's probably not going to do that good. Especially if you don't do what they tell you to do. You need to go home and rethink your life, and then you go home and play video games. If video games is your life, even if video games is your life, you don't need to do that. Um, censorship. Let's get back on the topic of censorship with them. Um, well, I've seen something very interesting. What's that? Um, on USA, the cable channel. Mm-hmm. Yeah. They have decided that they are going to be allowing themselves to use the word shit. Congratulations. Hooray. Took them a very long time. No grown man or woman has never said shit. I'll show you somebody that's full of shit. (laughs) (laughs) I thought they established that was okay to say on TV a long time ago. Not without getting a certain rating. Fair enough. Because you know there are only so many times you say, like, fuck or bitch before you get, like, that solid R rating. Yeah. I think it's twice or three times. I, I mean, I, I'm that saying, asshole. I'll hold that up. Asshole. Are you saying it in like one episode, or are you saying it across like three <laughs> seasons I'm within an episode? In a movie. Oh, in a movie. Okay, fair enough. Um, generally, it is within one episode, though. Um, I'm that asshole that will probably be. Uh, it's been done before. You say you can only say this word this many times. I'll say it one less than that fucking time, just to be that asshole. <laughs> it's right. <laughs> you can only say fuck. 20 times. Okay, I'm going to say it 19, and then I'm going to say fuck, so you can get half. So I'm going to literally say it 19 and a half times. Just to show you how why ridiculous say, why and absurd. Say why not just make it like a like an arrow no, like, where you're saying duck? Like it's autocorrect. No, no, no. Like, uh, like the, oh, like duck. the Asian, the Asian <laughs> meal. Oh. Pho. Or pho, as it's properly pronounced. You're like, oh, and then you pull it out. Oh, fuck. <laughs> exactly. There you oh, go. I, mean, I brought the fuck. I honestly, I, no, I really think that that's, that was the goal of Netflix, just so that they could create their own originals and work artistically without having the restraints of, like Lucifer, the TV show Lucifer on Fox. Now I love that show to death, and it was boycotted for almost a year. They had to like change their release date because so many parents were like. 
I don't want my child watching something about Lucifer. I was like, well, don't why don't you let your on. child, don't let your child watch the shit? Like, why should I have to miss out on the next season? Because then they would have to <laughs> because, actually parent. Because you, as a parent, do not understand how to work the parental controls on your cable box. My kid always figures out the password. He's smart like that. No, you're dumb like that. You're putting put, a simple ass password. You know why you're, he's figured it out? Because you put the address of your house as the password. Pretty much. You know what my mom's password was when we were coming up? Her birthday. Damn. Then when that didn't work, she used my birthday. You use your oldest child's birthday as the password and think nobody's. That's the first thing we try. <laughs> Everybody's birthday. 11, 22. Followed by any address. Then followed by any pets. Um, and You have to come up with something unique that only you're going to remember. I consider it a good password if I can't remember it. Although, then you have to. That's why I love my somewhere. iPhone. I can just use my fingerprint. Because <laughs> I forget the password to this thing like most of the time. Why am I upselling iPhone? They ain't doing shit for me. I <laughs> <laughs> have an hour. Congratulations, oh, us. The animated series. The animated All series the... on Netflix. Um, oh, they uh, have some good question. anime. They do. They do. I didn't really think do. that they would be really good at that, but like Seven Deadly Sins. Seven Deadly, Seven Deadly Sins. Beautiful. Um, the best part about Netflix is that when they. Like do something, they do it in like seven languages. <laughs> Everyone is on the same page. No waiting. Here you go. It's I think, in this language. I think what I love the most about that, you can see that Netflix legitimately goes at the people who give a damn about their art form. Like it's not something that you see on TV that you know only like ten people watch, but they hype that shit up all the time because they want it to sell more. Right. They're not in the market of trying to piss people off and make people happy. They're saying, you're original, you created this, now let's put it up here. Yeah. Which is... Thank you for doing what Hollywood should be doing. You know, making original content instead of remaking King Kong every damn decade. Oh, if only Warren were here. (laughs) (laughs) Warren, I love his script right now. Mm -hmm. I just, it needs to be less talking. Yeah. We should also stop making uh, bad Godzillas. That last one, god-awful. The Four only months. Godzilla I liked was the one from 2000. Same year. Although that's the Same. least popular one because it's unconsistent to the originals. Yeah. You, that one. The one was what? 1999. 1999, yeah. 2000. That's a lot of fish. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> 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 that one had a great storyline combined with the monster. I mean... I like the original in the sense of how it was shot, you know, like with the old, like really small models. But... Even for what they were capable of at the time, I'm aware that it's... I'm painfully aware that it's really fake. It's ugly. And I think that's why I praise Asia primarily when they do like live-action films and it's based around people. Because at that time, especially when they were trying to do monsters, it didn't always come out right. I love Godzilla, don't get me wrong. I love it. I love the story of Godzilla, but visually, back then, I didn't... Visually, Mega it's not the same. Mega Godzilla. It was, they, I think they were the first. Gojira. They were the first people to really like spit out a shit ton of sequels that were just ass crack, and everybody just <laughs> yeah. loved them. Let's see. You have uh, Godzilla. I mean, I mean, like, Godzilla versus uh, Space Godzilla. Godzilla versus Robot Godzilla. Godzilla versus uh, King Kong. King Kong <laughs> which we all just remember for that one gif where King Kong is just trying to shove a tree down Godzilla's throat. uh, The robotic Godzilla, the big ass moth, Mothra. Mothra. Then there was like this serpent-like thing. Mm -hmm. Um, It was the one that could beam shit. I I love Godzilla, I do. Mm -hmm. But there's a point where sequels just get sad. I feel like Quagmire talking to Brian Griffin like, you're such a bore. <laughs> <laughs> I can forgive all that, but you're such, such a, a bore. <laughs> it's, it, Nightmare on Elm Street did the same thing. Like they, yeah. they had, don't give me, they had some good sequels, but they had some bad ones too. Yeah, most definitely. Nightmare on Elm Street 2. New Nightmare, I love you, Wes Craven. You are one of my favorite directors. But New Nightmare was just too much for me. They shot that from the perspective of the actors. Like, we knew that this isn't real, and we're going to be actors, and we're going to create this monster outside of reality. And it is an incredible concept, but I think what they did with it didn't really come out quite good. I never found Freddy Krueger to be, like, scary, though. I didn't think he was scary. I think he's funny. 
I mean, he's funny until is... you realize he's a pedophile. He's... <laughs> that he's... is just sad. It's like reading Lolita. Like Batman. He's got the darkest humor in the world. You've seen the robot chicken version of Freddy? You've Freddy? read Lolita, that's hilarious. Right? Yeah, I've read Lolita. Like, okay. Oh, the that's how he had his burns. He was steamed, and then, like, it's a child's sweater. <laughs> that's a line in the book. <laughs> Wait, what, what did I do? Light of my light, fire of my loins. <laughs> oh. oh, my God. Wow. Um, wow. <laughs> we got on Freddy Krueger because we were talking about bad sequels. Gotcha. And there are some... Oh, yeah. Netflix, Although, I don't want... Netflix has done one thing that I don't like. The, the sequel to Crouching Tiger, Hidden Dragon. I absolutely hated it. I haven't seen that. Absolutely I've been hated it. They were experimenting. You, I mean, you know how I am. When it comes to sequels for me, you have to pay some homage to the original story. You have to pay some homage to the original storyline. I thought it was really cute that um, her lover didn't actually die, that he faked his death so that her and Lee Mubai could be together. I get that. I respect that. I don't like that it wasn't the same sword. It didn't even remotely look like the same Green Destiny. Wow. Um, yep, won't be like it. It had like the same little black design chiseled into it, but it had like all this green shit on it. I know it's called the Green Destiny, but it does it doesn't. It wasn't green. No, it wasn't. <laughs> the sword is supposed to be not anybody is supposed to be able to just hold that sword and like master it in stillness. And I like the philosophy of the first story, which wasn't there in the new one. Of course, they had their little background love story going back and forth, but it wasn't as dynamic as um, Jin and whatever the hell his name was. What did he call himself? Dark Cloud. <laughs> <laughs> From the first movie. Their story was really romantic, and you kind of did fall in love with their love story. But these two? I'm like, what the hell? <laughs> it's like they tried to spit a bunch of story together and just clump it in there and just spit it out, and I hated it. I love the first Crouching Tiger. That's the movie that made me love Asian movies. I love Asian cinema because of the first one, and now I've got like this bad <clears> taste <throat> in my mouth. <laughs> it's like going to a bad McDonald's. You kind of just drive past all of them for a few days. Just <laughs> 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 stared at me like I've said like. You're really, you're a really strange person. Is the look she has on her face, looking at me, and I know I'm strange. I'm not strange things, but <laughs> give me some more the crudes. Crudes. Uh, I've um, only watched a few episodes of that. Um, it, I didn't like it much. Very I didn't much. particularly like the animation style, it, but yeah. Uh, if you're going with an animation style that's completely made by Netflix, I would go with uh, How to Train Your Dragon series. Yeah, that'll do that it. That is. A, like great I think a lot of what they copied was just basically what was already there, though. Yeah, well, um, see, just a there's another, there's a, there's a show that already exists of How to Train Your Dragon. That's true. It, it's like that's right after the first movie. Yeah. And then this is supposed to be a year or two after that, like, and then you have the second movie that jumped five years. It's supposed to be the thing that's happening right in between then. Before Hiccup got weirdly hot. <laughs> <laughs> uh, making a Murderer. Making, it's a documentary oh, series. Oh, uh, yeah, I've, I oh, yeah. haven't watched it. I saw it on my <laughs> feed. Like, I was oh, like, damn, um, I remember that. <laughs> nah, I, I haven't felt like watching uh, it. it this, it's one of the few, again, there are some shows on Netflix that you can't just spam through, you know? Right. Um, I had to, like, sit and give, like, some deep thought behind it. it was, like, considering, like, all the trouble that we're having with cops now. Watching that documentary just made it worse for me, so I had to like slow it down because I didn't want to like <laughs> snap at the next cop. Like you gonna you gonna plant some evidence on me too, bitch? <laughs> I didn't want to do that. Bring out the bully club. But Beast this particular director um, was he's really good at. I love his storytelling method. Um, as you watch it, you start to feel like because you're not hearing what they put in the tabloids for the most part. You see enough of it to see, but you're you see enough of it to see what's going on, as far as what the world is starting to think of this man because of what's in the tabloids. But you're looking at it from his perspective, and you see it was made abundantly clear that the first time he went to jail, he went to jail for no reason. 
Um, he was obviously framed by someone that was intentionally trying to frame him. And when he went to sue them for it and actually start to receive compensation, another crime just conveniently pops up. It was like evidence on top of evidence on top of evidence that if he was charged <laughs> in a courtroom, any courtroom that I would see, when when evidence is deemed inadmissible is when it's been tampered with. And there was a lot of that shit that was just tampered with. Like, you're telling me this man lives on a junkyard, like, where they just dump cars. He has the equipment to get rid of a car that he's yep. killed someone in. And he just decided that he was going to put some branches on it? That doesn't sound right. Nope. At the same time, you, you're taking the word of, like, a 16, 17-year-old boy who claims he was there with him who, <laughs> if you watch the tape, I, just having, like, a year of psychology training, can tell that, that he was being coerced into his confession. You're like, well, how did she die? He didn't fucking know. He really didn't. He just took the hints that they were giving with him and came up with a story that didn't end up, ended up not matching what actually happened. You shoot someone and they're laying in a garage, you're going to find blood stains. Oh, yeah. It's not going to be like a, a bullet with a little speck of blood on it in the ground. There's but this man is in jail probably for the rest of his life. He spent 18 years in prison because of a false... Wow. He, and now he's going to spend the rest of his life most likely in prison because of something else. Because he was trying to get justice from the people. Why are these people still in charge? <laughs> when they clearly framed a man for something that he didn't do. And There's one guy in particular that I definitely I hated throughout the series. Because this is a real person. And this man, when you, get, when you as a police officer, someone calls you from another county and say, we think you have the wrong man because we've arrested the guy and he's talking about how he actually did. If you say something along the lines of he's been doing this for a while and it matches his MO, mm -hmm. you say, no, we've got the right guy. That's not how you're supposed to respond to something like that. Nope. Not, no logical thinking cop would do something like that. Then after he's released, you draw up a report and actually file it and say, well... If I made a report on every phone call I got, I'd be filling out reports all day. That's Why? kind of your job. Yeah, <laughs> that's how You're I feel. Paid to do it, and uh, and it's not important. that's not what got me. I'm like, well, if you didn't feel the need to report it, then why did you report it after he was released? Because you were trying to cover your own ass, and you knew that you were going to be one of those people. You have a report from this station saying that he did it. And you're saying, no, we got the right guy, even though he doesn't fit the description of the man that the woman told you raped her. I'm like, oh my God. There's a lot of evidence that there's so much, there's too much circumstance for you to say he's 100% guilty. If OJ got off, this guy should have got off. You must quit. Exactly. They put too much stock in that glove, man. They did. It was shrunk, shrunken because it had been wet. We know that now, but double jeopardy. <laughs> you can't be charged with the same crime twice. Yeah. That basically admitting to it in that book. Damn it, orange juice. I'm like, that, throughout the story, you start to feel so much sympathy in your eyes. Or like, you as a law-abiding citizen are like, this is what can happen to me if I piss off somebody like too high up the chain? Damn. Damn. <laughs> I don't want to go to jail for raping somebody when I was like, a continent away. <laughs> the fuck? Damn. Coming up next. <laughs> Since we've talked about storytelling methods, let's of course introduce our personal project, which, yay me, London Tempton, is my project actually. And the title of my project is The Horned. Yes, you heard that right. The Horned. I thought it was The Horned Circle. It was. I changed the title to the horn because the horn circle sort of started to feel like Secret Circle to me. Mm. And I, I love Secret Circle, but I wanted it to be the horn. That's a little bit more direct. Um, of course, my storyline centered. I'm focusing around this imagery aesthetic of sort of post-apocalyptic, but they've repaired the post-apocalyptic uh, concept for my story being a circle of homosexual male witches. Um, are defending sort of this treaty between two covens. Um, one group, of course, wants to wipe out all of humanity, and the other group is sort of 
Democrats. So let's look at it from the. <laughs> I mean, I'm th- that's what I'm thinking about so as I mm-hmm. as I've been. <laughs> what is it with witches and wanting to destroy the earth? As I've been as I've been writing, a, I've been thinking of setting up the witches' political system, sort of like this year's okay. election. So you have one. So you have one group of people, one group of witches who have like this sort of conservative view. It's like we've seen humanity fuck up so much. Let's just kill them all and make the world a peaceful place. Hmm. And you have them led by this complete asshole, who none of them really like, but they're supporting because they want to be put in charge. And then you have this sort of democratic party, which has a completely different title. who has a group of multiple opinions and multiple types of people, and of course more diverse types of witchcraft, but they're standing from the standpoint of, we need to do something about humanity, but this isn't, we know it shouldn't be as extreme as killing them, so don't build a wall. (laughs) (laughs) Don't deport them all. We don't need to test them on humanity. Where are the Bernie supporters in this? I'm curious. That's what, that's, that is that's this portion. Part. I'm just curious. Um, I mean, as you see amongst what, what people are usually labeled as Democrats or being liberal um, is a lot more diverse way of thinking than most conservative people. Conservative, are, they differ on a few subjects, but for the most part, they're on the same page. Straight on. Um, my standpoint being like this covenant is supposed to be like there's i'm focusing the storyline with these as being just outside influences you have a character who doesn't want to be who's half human within the circle and doesn't want to be a part of the circle because of that like there's some animosity because of the fact that he's half human and in his relationship with a human because of his duties to the circle others are like he's dating another witch but they don't like the danger with it of what happens within the circle because they get attacked from both sides. So to alleviate from this, we give them, they come, the two of them come up with this plan. It's like, okay, let's give them a threat, something to focus on while we figure out a way to strip them of their abilities. And we're gonna just get rid of the horned and let the world do what it has to. And that is their premise, that is the premise and setup. I want the one, they want the witches to go to war and just let the world turn out to be what it's going to be. So they X- just, they really just want to live their lives. So, X Men. X Men? <laughs> really? How? That, that, that how? I guess I see it. We have one group of mutants who are just the human race. I, 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 I'm seeing it now. I guess actually. I can see it. I, I can see, see it. it now that you've I said it. I see the Brotherhood versus the X-Men, but I, I, I guess what I would pull, what I would argue is that the character dynamic is a lot different okay. because I'm not Brian. I'm not going to write about one character. So when is Wolverine showing character. up? <laughs> I don't have a Wolverine. There's no Wolverine in my series. Are you sure? I'm sure we can pull the one from the most recent It is a movie. few. There, because of how much story I intend to put into it, it's going to be about three, four, maybe five. Sure, we can just have a naked Wolverine just run across the screen. Oh no! You, I mean, you know me. I'm really edgy, so I'm going to, with the rules and regulations we have to deal with at school. I'm going to pull. I'm going to brush right up against the glass ass edge of that. <laughs> they said no butt shots, so of course I had to go. I had to get back dimples, <laughs> like right above the crack. is where I'm going to lay the camera. <laughs> How much butt do you think would be acceptable? They probably just don't want to see the crack, right? So just put them in a thong. She, 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 she said no butt shots, so you know you can get like half the cheek or you can get like the waistline. Yeah, just and I can like I can thigh. like take the camera and like breeze up like the thigh. Like I think the one of my um, sort of a spoiler since we haven't started shooting this, and I don't know whether I'm actually going to keep it or not. There's a scene where one of them, one of them has the ability like he can move things with his mind. So he's laying in a bed with like three other guys. And he decides he's going to get the snazzy ideas. Like, well, before I kick them out of my house, I'm going to get, like, my last little look. And I'm going to wake them up at the same time. So he, like, just waves his hand and the sheets, like, fly up. And everybody, like, sort of jumps up all disoriented and shit. (laughs) I can see it. I can see it. So there are ways that I can shoot that where it can be amusing and... Not taken sexually. I mean, I watched Queer as Folk, and I wasn't distracted by the sex at all. Most people would be because that show is really is porn for it's porn for teenagers. What show is this? Queer as Folk. 
which is part of where I got some of the inspiration for why I wanted it to be all men. Okay. That was, a, I mean, that was a show that really, and it's on Netflix. It's not a Netflix original, but it's on Netflix. It was one of those shows that as a kid, it was like, didn't, I didn't feel as embarrassed by my, I never really felt embarrassed. Just sort of like self-conscious, I guess would be a better way to put it. Because I had to go home and deal with like homophobic asses. So it was one of those shows that kind of like gave me like a, a chance to sort of like explore me without being one of them. I didn't want to be a hoe. <laughs> but at the same time, I wanted to know what other people like me were like. And that was it. And I kind of want to perpetuate this scene, homosexuality, or any type of alternative. I don't like saying alternative. <laughs> Alternative um, sexuality, non-heterosexual, more negro, more, <laughs> more normalized within media. Like I've seen it in the originals. They fucked it up in True Blood <laughs> by telling you they were like four or five thousand year old blood. gay people. <laughs> he turned him into a vampire just so he could fuck him. That was funny. <laughs> I was like, what? Seems a bit extreme. I don't know. Maybe Israel, could he not fuck him with him being human? Maybe oh, vampires have magical buttholes. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, we don't know. We're not vampires. I mean, in, within the True Blood speaking, universe, they got magical made, stomachs because with know. within the True Blood universe, whoever you create, you turn into a vampire. You have control over them. Like whatever you say, they have to do. Um. So, so wait, I have one question then. The guy he turned into a vampire just to fuck him, um, was he straight or gay at the time? I have I really can't remember, but I know he had sex with more than one guy, so I'm assuming he was like open to the idea. At the very least, he was bi. I was like, bro. Gotcha. I was just wondering. He's he's a, in real life the actor that plays him actually is straight. He has like a gay uncle, and he's grown he grew up being completely comfortable with his sexuality, so he doesn't have an issue with doing sex scenes with other men. <laughs> the other actors that worked with him and had to do DCs are also straight and they were nervous as hell. They were like, well, I don't wanna, I don't wanna. <laughs> <laughs> He's just like, whatever. He's like, just relax. It's like, this, it's called acting for a reason. You're not supposed to like really always enjoy what you're doing. I, as a theater person, I didn't enjoy everything that I had to do on stage. I paid, I played Rafiki. <laughs> <laughs> Israel? What the fuck you trying to say? <laughs> um <laughs> still laughing. <laughs> he is. Israel, of course, Israel wants to know why I play Rafiki, but we can talk about that at another point. Um and that's another thing that sort of plays with Netflix originals, they don't always go for those huge names. They're not trying to name sell. They're trying to sell because of the story. I think Netflix is doing a really good job of telling people you don't have to be an asshole. You don't have to whitewash to make a really good film. And I think a lot of Hollywood has forgotten that. A lot of I say Hollywood, but I'm just going to say film in general because Hollywood isn't exactly where it's at these days. <laughs> There's way too much competition up there. I, you'd have a better job. You have a better chance of getting a job in Canada. Hmm. Canada is. Canada. I mean, we shoot almost all our sitcoms up there any fucking way. They're true. And a lot like, of animation from there, too. You know how mad I am to find out that Supernatural was shot up there? Like, I have to go up to the cold to see the two finest men on Canada TV right now. Canada is not that cold. It is cold. It's not that cold. It's colder than New York. Sometimes. I've been to New uh, York. What, what I've is, been to what upstate. Is, what is the like, warmest you've seen it in Canada? I don't remember. I'm brown. <laughs> I was designed to live in heat. <laughs> <laughs> okay. You know, Damn, we get looks from outside of the are. room. Like he looked at me like I know he's cutting up. You know, I'm surprised <laughs> they don't have a shade on that door just for that reason. They don't because they need to look in here for tours. That's fair. Yeah. That, that can be very distracting. And people are having sex in here. Because you know. That's fair. Some There's people a are camera. Like, yeah, that's true. You yeah. got to be fair. But uh, back to um, the horned. Um, I've, I've, I, I'm one of those people that I like to give a lot of detail to like backstory. So, of course, I've written out like this entire Lord of the Rings like 
universe. Complains when other people put too much backstory in the script. No, 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 no. I didn't write it into the script. I wrote this like as a Bible okay. to how the rules and regulations and gotcha. how why everything is. You've created your universe and you've made your laws. Yeah. And I've made my Cimmerillion. That way you don't accidentally <laughs> suddenly say, now people can uh, all of a sudden use exactly. this kind of magic. I don't, yeah, I don't like that. I hate that. Um... What the hell was I talking about? Oh, right. I was ex <laughs> exploring more, like, of course, I'm really one of those, because I guess, because of my belief system, I like balance. So you have to have, like, where they're the equal and they're opposite. So, of course, there's a coven of, like, gay men. But why not have a coven of lesbian women? I'm just having, like, trouble coming up with a name for them, because I, I don't... Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, Friday, Saturday. Saturday. Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, Friday, Saturday. <laughs> I hate this. Where did Sunday go? Yeah, where did Sunday, Sunday go? I just skip over there Sunday. Was there was none. That's a day. You, you know what? If you want to talk about like one of my storylines, then we can talk about I'm a sinner. The story about my little baptism incident that we're supposed to be shooting in a few weeks. Is that where all the Sundays went? <laughs> I think okay. after that incident, I don't think my stepdad ever likes being around me too much. I have not heard this story. I'll tell you about it. But just just so you know, Tyler Perry is the reason that I did this shit. He inspired <laughs> me because it was a line from one of his plays that I, that I got the oh, idea yeah. from. Oh, this is going to be hilarious. It is. But I want to show it. <laughs> okay. Go ahead. Mm -hmm. So we have. Monday. Mm -hmm. Now I'm here. Obviously. I have. Now, Bye -bye. getting back to the horned. Um, I was talking about like the lesbian couple. The lesbian couple? The lesbian couple. I mean, coven. there's at least two. <laughs> the lesbian circle. I think for it to be a coven, it needs to be at least three. Yeah, I mean, what my intentions for this is for no, it to become. No, a couple is two. A few no, is no, three for, to five. No, I'm saying for a coven. A coven requires three coven. people. He watched Supernatural and, <laughs> and got a cliff note. Um, what the fuck? Yeah, there we go. <laughs> I'm back, I'm back, I'm back. Um, the Horned is, I intend to make it into a little web miniseries. Um, it might just turn into a web series if I can get actors and afford to pay their asses that long. Um, uh, so if you want to act, hey. If you are an actor or actress, us. by all means, like Another drop option. on this shit. Donate money to us. <laughs> That's true. Do that. What sh what he said. Um, <laughs> um, what becomes like the perpetual state of the story? What you notice throughout is uh, there's a sphere of I'm not gonna say his name right now because I kind of want that to like roll off people's tongues when they read it because I kind of want people to do some research into this. Why the hell did I give it that name? Um, but it's the sphere that can give or take power from their specific coven. And it apparently was lost during the Witch Wars and may or may not actually be something that has resurfaced. So they don't know whether it's there or not. They just know that it may be back and they need to try and protect themselves. And keep the so other people Lord from the getting Rings it. Meets X -Men. Fight me. Wait, what did you say me? He said Lord of the Rings meets <laughs> X-Men. And now Israel have to fight. The <laughs> Holy Land is not going to be here anymore. <laughs> oh, shit. <laughs> it makes sense, though. It does. I get where you're coming from. But, I mean, if you look at some of my inspirations, like as far as what I'm going for for imagery, you're going to think more Underworld or Dark Angel, mm. the early, like, early 2000s series, back when Jessica Alba was just Jessica. Yeah. She was just that hot girl from Dark Angel. Got you. Yeah. Um, so Netflix is doing the damn thing. Mm -hmm. um, hopefully with mine, I'll actually be able to do the damn thing and actually build up our brand within this little group of filmmakers. Because Israel only cares about music videos, as you can tell. <laughs> when we do our little podcast on music videos, he'll be the happiest. Well, he'll be the most talkative person in the room. I will. I will. I really he'll start will. dancing. <laughs> he's like, but and today. And we'll, we'll, put, we'll put the mic by his feet so you can hear him dancing. Yeah. Yep. He's going to be dancing. Like, he was in like the last now music video. Now we're just going to separate mic altogether just for his feet. Yeah. Also. He'll, he'll have two mics. Okay? <laughs> <laughs> All, right. <laughs> All right, guys. So we've run out of time. Um, so I have like a few announcements to make before I like like just ruin you guys. Oh God. Um, I want you to talk to me about your personal aesthetics. 
So tell me what you look for in a film that makes it really, really good as opposed to it being really shitty. And give me an example of a shitty movie so that we can watch it and like talk shit about it with you. Like, and I would laugh love to about do that. Oh, or shit. give me a good movie that you I'll aren't ready. Have and then we'll probably shred that too. Cause like Exodus. Exodus. Who here has not at least at one point in their life played the game where they just look for the continuity errors, yeah. or random things that just appear or disappear? Yes. Always hilarious. Um. Also, next week is science fiction week. So me, Eric. Israel will be going in on each other on what is the best. Oh, hi, <laughs> um, we're going to be talking be shit about time. Star Trek, um, Star Wars, Doctor Stargate, Who definitely be Doctor Who. Did you um, call him Doctor Who, Lou? Doctor Who. Doctor Who. No, I don't keep Doctor Who. I would never. Who was it? Doctor I think one of one of our uh, Dustin, one of our classmates. He ended up talking yeah. about Doctor Who, and he made we had to make like a parody of it. So he made like dentist what? That was. It's like the that fuck was is like that? one of his high school projects. <laughs> when he was what, a little Did he baby. have a drill bit that allowed him to drill through the time space continuum? Apparently, I don't. <laughs> <laughs> no, we were supposed to make like a poster. Um, that was like our first few quarters here. We were still in like media. We had a, a teacher. She asked us to make a remake of a poster, but we, of course, we couldn't use the, the actual title because of copyright issues. We're going to be talking about visual defe- visual effects. We're also going to be talking about Eric's character dynamics. Mm-hmm. We're going to talk about Israel's man down. Which has been renamed His Story Repeats. Mm-hmm. Um, also, last note, you should look for us on iTunes. We are happily going to be transferring all of our information over. And you'll be looking for us on the week to week basis for our new and beautiful seasons. Yay. Oh, yeah. You look so <laughs> false excited. <laughs> Alright guys, alright, we've had a good one. So everybody say peace, bitches. It's been real. I love you. Deuces! So long. Later. Peace, Later. Next week. <laughs>